Hello there, you're about to experience the What's Up Church podcast. Can a dude get some Holy Spirit? What's up, church? What is up, church? It's me again. One more time. Uh, hopefully not the last. We will see. <laughs> no, we're good here. I love this. Uh, this has been so awesome. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank everyone for their amazing feedback. Those who are listening to this, that is still crazy to me. It blows my mind. But uh, thank you. Um, it's funny, after the last episode, my wife and I had a serious sit down about like, you know, in the process of recording it and in the process of releasing it, um, you know, what, if any, should we not, should we, you know, because you get real personal on some of these things and it's just difficult because you don't always know. It's easy, I don't know, it's easy to assume your intent and your, and your desire for what it is, but it's also being really vulnerable um, for me personally, and the things that God's walking through, that I'm walking through with God and the, the kind of the healing process and all that going on. And so even though it's not in real time, it's definitely still a sensitive topic. Like I, I still, like it's so funny, I was talking to my wife about um, just the things that I'm so still just, man, it, it the, the, the visceral reaction I still cause myself when I think about the things I did, it's a bummer. However, it doesn't mean like I haven't been, you know, some amazing things since then and it's, it, God works things to good, but it was really cool. But just the process of all this has been really, it's been awesome. And your guys' feedback has even been more awesome. And so that is awesome awesome. <laughs> I don't know how much more awesome we can get. Anyway, we're done being awesome. Uh, today, I wanna to talk about something that is, always impacts me, is in this phrase I kind of started telling to myself a while ago um, about decisions. And it is, am I going to build his kingdom or am I going to build my kingdom? You know, and this thought came up actually about someone at our church, like, like the, like this, I was talking with this young man and he was just talking about some things and life goals and everything else. And there's a thought came into my head about like, bro, you can either build your kingdom or his and both will probably be successful, but one will be anointed. You know what I mean? Like, like one will be great. And I think that's the kind of crazy part is we get the freedom to choose our kingdom or his kingdom, you know? And I think about that. I, I, I'm someone who has small businesses. I'm someone who's always been very motivated, uh, very eager to move forward, very driven is a, probably a better way to say it. Not always driven towards any one thing, like, you know, not always having a perfect goal outlined, but always having an internal drive to learn, to develop, to get better at, um, I don't like being stagnant. You know, I'm a very much a self-teacher. Um, I love YouTube University. <laughs> like I, I'm one of those ones I'm like, I don't ever feel like there's an excuse for me not be able, to not be able to do something within reason. You know, like I can't build a house. Like my boy Steve, dude, wait, good for you. I can't do any of those things. I, I'm not well-versed when it comes to craftsmanship. Although my dad was a craftsman growing up. Isn't that weird? I just skipped a gene. You know, I'm not the worst, but you know, whatever. Not my skill set. Um, if it had to be, I guess I could learn, but you know, I, I like learning things like digitally. I, again, I do web stuff. So for me, it's always fun to learn a new skill set. I digress. <laughs> but 
in the process of doing all those things, historically in my life, the focus has been myself, like my kingdom. I, I've wanted to have a secure income. I've wanted to have a secure foundation on which I stood. And a lot of times I would put finances in the category of focus. And then, you know, obviously in my lifestyle back in Las Vegas, I was chasing finances and I was making good money. Like people don't realize like, dude, like towards the ends there, I don't know what that, towards the ends. <laughs> Man, sometimes talking is hard. You know what you should do, Daniel? Get a podcast so you can talk all the time. Super smart. Anyway, um, I was focused on money and towards the end there, I was making money. Like I was making good money. There were seasons I was making trash money, like just awful money. Um, but then towards the end there, and again, not like, again, relatively speaking, but for someone who's a lifestyle, I was making like, you know, low six figures, um, cash, mostly towards the side of cash. You wouldn't know that cause I was living broke cause I was addicted to gambling, but my income, like I was like crazy. I'd walk with like five, 600 bucks a night bartending, you know, four nights a week. And that's on the low end. You know, like, again, it was, it was, it, it's, you know, whatever. Uh, but it was all useless money because I didn't keep any of it. I had nothing to show for it. It was awful. But my focus and my heart posture, and that's the phrase I always think about all the time, is a heart posture. Because you can do the right thing for the wrong reason. You know, and you can do the wrong thing for the right reason sometimes. Um, we'll get there later. But as I got out of that situation, I started developing businesses, um, like business, my, my one clothing company I started. It was... It was from a heart posture originally. I think there was, like, I had to go back and look at it and like, 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 Lord, what was the deal with my company? Was I starting it for my glory or yours? And if I'm being honest, I thought I was in a good place spiritually at the time when I started the business, you know, and that was just being fresh out of Las Vegas kind of thing. So I, looking back on it, I wasn't, I still had a lot of things going on, but like at the time I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not in Las Vegas. Therefore... I'm so spiritually mature now. This business makes sense. It's going to be our reward. And so I'm going to move forward into it. But deep down, if I'm being honest with myself, I did it because I saw a massive financial windfall. I saw a massive opportunity to get ahead of a market opportunity that could have been something amazing. And it still could be technically. Um, it hasn't come to fruition, but it's been probably the best thing for me was to struggle through it for the last six years, 2016? Yeah, so six years, you know, going seven years this year. Um, that business was amazing in terms of learning. What I had to learn, the skill sets that I had to develop. Every skill set I thought I had or that I thought was bankable when I started my business became immediately, you know, dross <laughs> for all you Christian. Put it on the altar. What burns away is dross, you know, clear the dross. I had a lot of skill sets that were great for certain environments, Las Vegas, uh, but did not translate into business management ownership. Like I just didn't, there are certain skill sets I didn't, I didn't have, I just didn't have it. But the one thing I did have was motivation and drive. So over the past seven years, I've just done nothing but dive into what it takes to be someone who's good at business, to be someone who's good at managing the digital aspects, the the, the market sides. And that's been a blessing because it's really helped me where I'm at today. But I go back to 
my decisions I've made throughout that time of was I trying to build my kingdom or his? And again, being honest, like most of my decisions were made to build my kingdom. And so I, the reason I say that, I'm talking to this young man. So I'm, this is gonna be a little sporadic, but like, so like I love when my, pa- my pastor says some really cool stuff all the time. <laughs> right? Shocker. Pastors say something that is important. Um, but he talks about how people go after the Lord in terms of uh, someone who seeks the Lord or a seeker. Do you follow the Lord, follow him? Or are you a follower? And I, I love that clarification. And I love that little change of the act of, of pursuing like present tense, aggressive, not past tense, passive. You know what I mean? Like I am a, I am a seeker of the Lord. I am a follower of the Lord. Not someone who just follows passively, but an aggressive, active participant in my walk. And I think that's so important when it comes to our identity about how we see ourselves going after God. Like, are we just passively a reed blowing in the wind, as Jesus would say about John la Baptiste? Or are we an oak out there standing firm in our faith? And I... I, for those who all know, I go to a Word of Faith church. Had you asked me six years ago what that was, I wouldn't have been able to articulate it <laughs> with any sense of clarity. But having been in it now, going on two years, I love it. I absolutely love it for the reasons that it's amazing to be around people of faith. It's amazing to be around people who just keep pressing their faith higher and higher. It is easily one of the, my favorite things about living in Texas is the fact that I'm in a community of faith, word of faith people, like like words matter, faith matters. What you what you claim, what you project matters. And for someone who's always been flippant with their words, you know, just sarcastic or what have you or just says things it is a massive game changer for me because I'm around people who are not <laughs> like to the opposite. Like, you know, you can call us a little bit kooky, but like people don't claim sickness in our faith. You know what I mean? Like, like in our church, in our faith, our church, like, like I'm not sick. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, you know, by him, I'm standing on the fact that I'm being healed. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to suffer through some sickness ups and down, but they believe in the healing of the cross. They believe in the healing of Jesus' blood over them by his stripes. Like that is not a joke in our community. It is for real. So sickness lies down. You know, um, poverty lies down. All these things lie down to the words of Christ. And it's amazing to be in an environment like that because it really makes you kind of do the, all right, well, cross comparison. What am I saying? What am I standing on? What am I leaning into? What kingdom am I building is what it boils back down to. Like, what's my heart posture towards the things I'm doing? Am I doing something because I think I can benefit? Or am I doing something because he benefits? You know, is it he gets the glory? And it's crazy to think about that. And I and I think about that a lot because I haven't thought about it most, most of my life. I never thought about his kingdom. I, I didn't think about it in the context of my actions are building his kingdom. And I'm always blown away by the fact that I'm even a part of this. You know what I mean? Like like the fact that God even would use me, doesn't need me, but would use me 
to help build his kingdom or that I can be an example to someone else of his kingdom. It's like, what? Dude, unbelievable. So I, I, man, you just get taken aback by how good he is. And what, like, like I, I love the, the you know, the, 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 he, he, used, he used a cult to ride in on and, and that's what he'll use. If you go through the Bible, the people that he's chosen to elevate and promote are not people that we would use. You know what I mean? Like, come on. The Bible is littered with with fallen short people, not fallen. You know what I mean? Like like people that were less than, but because of their faith, because of their faith. Like, and I love that. I love that. I was I was listening to a sermon. Um, again, I'll go back to my pastor who talks about seeker follower. Like that's been a big thing, and, and like just the heart posture to go after the Lord. And it made me realize some things, especially after the corrupt corrupt convictions moment. You guys have the podcast, but like me knowing that I, I am not my best teacher. You know what I mean? Like there is an awareness of I'm surrounded by an amazing community of people, which is so cool and so awesome and so life-giving and every one of you needs to get it. If you don't get it, get it. It's great. It, it will take your faith and just, just supercharge it. I'm um, just being around that kind of atmosphere. It's, oh, it's amazing. But I also know that I can't be the only one who's reading my Bible without any other input. Meaning, like I, I, I pray for wisdom, I pray for guidance, like Lord speaking when I read. Like I, I, my goal is to find the person of the Lord. Like I want to encounter God. But I've had to think about why. Why do I want to encounter God? And again, being analytical, like. I think about things maybe too deeply sometimes. I pull back layer after layer after layer so I can understand it. And I and I don't do it as a vain thing or a, it's my brain won't rest until I truly understand the wise. I always say the wise are king <laughs> and like not the W-I-S-E are king, but the wise, like why we do something, it matters most to me. Like like wise matter. Heart posture matters. It's It's the why we're doing it. And so if I'm see, if I'm being honest, like, again, a lot of the thing of my faith, like, man, you look at anointing, you look at gifts, you look at the stuff that people can do. And I'll be the first to tell you, it looks amazing. Like, it looks amazing. Like, think about the ability to go and just lay hands on someone and heal them. Like, what? Who, who wouldn't want that? Like, who wouldn't want that? But what we don't talk about is the cost to carry that anointing. And could you maintain it? Like there is a cost to having that kind of Holy Spirit confidence. You know what I mean? Like there are a ton of people in the Christian community that have been crazy anointed for things that were living shady, shady lives. Shady lives. So clearly anointing isn't indicative of anything but anointing. Like a gift. You were given a gift. We've all got gifts. How we use them is, is you know, different. And so I apologize if I'm using anointing improperly in this conversation. Meaning we have gifts, spiritual gifts, gifts, everything else. And we can use those for his kingdom or for our kingdom, you know? And so when I think about like getting closer to God, like what is my motivation? Is my motivation to get closer to him or to get closer to him because of the things I want? And I'm like, oh man, like pride immediately, you know, immediately the, the pride of being able to, to operate in the gifts, the, the, the pride of being able to pour into someone. Cause there is a, there is an opportunity for pride there. Like that's the, isn't that crazy? 
like how pro like you know what I mean like you could be you could be converted off of your destiny because of something someone giving you compliments you know what I mean like you could be in line with what God wants but someone gives you a kind like we always like someone gives you a kind word someone says oh like they whisper sweet nothings in your ear that just stroke your ego and that gets you oh yeah I'm kind of doing this you know what I mean oh this is you know hey this is you know like when in doubt call big big Daniel and I'll take care of it woo woo I got these giftings there's there's that option and so if we're truly building his kingdom it is it is it is it doesn't involve our kingdom he will he will bless us he i, he, I believe in his promises i believe in his words and and it's so fun that i i they were never spoken about in my communities prior to they were but they weren't like not on the same level like i've i've been in i've been so blessed to never have a church wound like the church community I'm in now is amazing. Uh, amazing. Love it, love it, love it. Such a blessing. The church community that I came from was uh, amazing. <laughs> I loved it. I got to I got to golf with my pastor like once a week. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. We were a smaller church, so it's not like there was a but like it's super I the Lord has been so good to constantly bless me with a company of people that are like like what I needed in the season I needed it like big time like I can't tell you what my faith would be without Shane in San Diego and Shane if you're listening bro you know it we've talked about it I can't explain what my faith would be without Adam and Crystal in San Diego who were my life group leaders that welcomed me and that just oh my gosh I can't I can't begin to articulate how much I appreciate and love them and how I think about them in the absolute highest of standards. Like what they've walked, like Adam and Christian alone, what they've walked through and Shane, what they've walked through and how they held it with grace and honor and kingdom principles. Oh my, humbling. Dude, my boy Derek in San Diego. Oh my gosh, this guy. Amazing, Titans. Ed, I mean, I can go down the list of the of people who I look at and I, I'm like, wow. And they were my company. They were my circle when I was in times when I didn't, <laughs> I was less than, you know what I mean? Like struggling. And now I look at this, this, this season and, I, and I'm surrounded by people that are just, again, oh, it's so great. But then it makes me think about like, I want to get closer to God. I wanna, but why do I want, do, you know what I mean? Like, why do you want a pulpit? No. And yes, <laughs> like how crazy is that? Like, no, but it'd be, I, I, we romanticize, let me rephrase that. I romanticize when I see people of faith operating because I, I, I'm, I, like I've felt someone who's operating impact me and it was so amazing to have someone speak into you, to pour life into you. And then to be able to give that back to other people is, is it would just, there's, I don't, I can't imagine something better than to spread his joy and love and get like, you know what I mean? Doing that. The, 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 the part that I concern myself with is the motivation of pride behind it. Like, do I want to do it because it's helping his kingdom or do I want to do it because it make me feel good? And, 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 and I hope you know what I mean. Like, of course I would feel great, but like, you know what I mean? Like, is that the, 
Is that the secret silver lining to that? Of like how I feel? Or is it truly regardless, like, like, do you, do you do something like, you know what I mean? Like, like, do you worship God regardless of the gifts, the promises, everything else? Do you just worship God because he is who he says he is? You know, like I've talked about the, the, the people of faith who went through it, who didn't see all the promises come to fruition in this life, but their, their next life, you know what I mean? Like heaven, like they're getting it. Like they're, they're like, and so I'm constantly having to reevaluate my mind space and my heart posture. Is this for his kingdom or mine? And you can, like I said, you can do the right thing for the wrong reason. I always use the analogy. You can hold the door open for someone while you're cursing them under your breath. Is that a blessing? You know what I mean? Like you can pray for someone, but not really believe in the healing that you're praying for. Is that, are, is that a good thing? You just did lip service for someone? And there was nothing behind it, you know, like, oh, I, you know, bless so-and-so. D- really? Do you mean it? Do you mean it? Or are you just saying it because it's something to say that makes you look good in the company that you're in? And I'm saying that because I've done that. I, I've, I've said, oh, I'm praying for someone and I didn't. Oh man, my gosh, that's such a, that's such a brutal thing to admit to and think about, but it's so true. You know, uh, you know, and I, I'm getting better. (laughs) I'm getting better at making sure my words are not flippant, making sure that what I, I say what I mean and my yes is a yes is a no is a no. And my wife always was like, (laughs) tell me about that. Like, let your yes be yes and let your no be no and leave it at that. And I was always, uh, you know added on to it, made it, you know, whatever. But so in the current state I'm in now, after having realized that my convictions are useless, <laughs> not useless, but everything has to be word filtered now. Um, the time I spend in the word now learning and trying to figure out like, okay, like, what does that really mean? How does it apply? Has increased significantly, which is nothing wrong. That's amazing. It's like amazing. Spending more time in the word is amazing. But then when I'm reading the word, is like, I'm, am I reading the word to meet him? And that's been my real change. Like, I want to fall in love with him because he is who he is, regardless of a gift, regardless of an anointing, regardless of a, oh, like a quid pro quo type situation, like, Lord, I'll follow you, but I expect to be healed. Like there is, there is part of that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like he, he is, he, he cannot lie and his promises are, are there. And I, and I believe in all of them, but it can't be the motivation. My heart posture towards him has to be the, the, the fear of the Lord, fear of being out of his will, fear of not honoring him, fear of not representing him. Those are the things that are the priorities, which means I have to know him. I have to love him as the person of God, as the son of God, as the spirit. Like I have to make sure that my reasoning behind all of it is true and it's his kingdom. I, that is the, that, that is a big takeaway. I've been realizing like, man, I got to really evaluate my motivations. Why am I, you know, doing this with a customer or a potential client and everything else is, is, and it's hard because, you know, as a business owner, uh, small 
business owner, <laughs> small business owner, whatever. Uh, soon to be big. What's up? Believing in it. Uh, it's <clears throat> you do you you obviously have to do things for income. You know what I mean? Like your income is your income is your income. However, there's that weird thing of like being a business owner. It's like, well, do I trust in him for my provision? You know, am I going to strive to create my own income without trusting him? Because I'll be the first to tell you, I've done it, done it, done it. Looked at my income or when I've had lost a client or something has happened and immediately I'm like, ah, and then other times I've been in complete peace. Like sometimes also I get stressed. I'm like, why am I stressing? Why am I stressing? That doesn't mean I don't co-labor. That doesn't mean there isn't a, hey, you can't steer a parked car as... <laughs> Heather <laughs> and San Diego would always say, you can't steer a parked car, which I love. I, I like the, the, the motivation of, of getting movement and you know, letting the Lord work through you, but, but you can't just sit there and do nothing. Um, I just, and so it, I, I kind of go back to, again, my, my, my current measure, like, 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 are you a seeker? Are you a follower? And is that first? Seek ye first the kingdom, his kingdom, his kingdom. Like if I'm struggling or suffering or or suffering, if I'm like, you know, anxiety ridden over what's going to happen with my, with my work necessarily, I have to consistently remind myself like, Lord, I know you've got this. I know you've got me. I know you've got my family. None of this is a surprise to you. Where I'm at right now is not a surprise to you. You've provided for me over and abundantly anything I could ever imagine every step of my life. Every step of my life, you have been faithful beyond means, beyond measure, and, and I'm just now getting to the point where I can thank you for it. And, you know, I'm just now getting to the point where I can stand on two feet and say, oh my gosh, Lord, like I'm thanking you for what you've done, what you're doing and what you're going to do. I, I stand on your promises and I believe in them and I, and I love it. But I want to make sure that I'm building your kingdom first. I want to make sure that Every time someone says something to me that, uh, that that you get the credit, that the authority and the honor and the glory all go to you because it has to. Um, I, I, I know I know I didn't do it. Like I know I'm not the one doing these crazy things in my life. I'm pursuing him. I'm, 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 I'm doing the best I can in my part. <laughs> I can't wait to be doing better. Uh, and I'll always say that because there's always more. I want to learn more. I want to, I want to experience him more. I, I, I want to just be in that, that place of where I know, I know, and I know, you know, I don't know how that, I don't know if that makes sense, but like that we're like to be in his will and in his presence and on the right path, like, man, it, that, that sounds amazing. And then if, like I, uh, Bill Johnson said, be obedient just because. <laughs> obedience just because. And I always say obedience over outcome. Like my obedience is irrelevant to the outcome. You know, you worship him because of who he is, not because of what he can do. And the heart posture for that, his kingdom, his kingdom, oh man. Like one of the greatest character traits of my pastor, my current pastor, is meekness. And I was, I was just listening to the word of meekness and why I love it. Like the, the not feeling like you have to defend yourself through accusation. Not feeling like you have to win every argument or every battle. You know, like honoring those who are not honoring you 
because honoring them is what the kingdom, what is the kingdom thing to do. It is the right thing to do, regardless of their right or wrongness, honoring them in that moment, you know, and I <laughs> could use some improvement on that, honoring people when they're not honoring me or my pride kicks in of wanting to defend myself or lash back or any of those things. But that's, that's not building his kingdom. That's me worrying about my kingdom. You know, if someone says something to me, which is not true or whatever, and I take offense to it, or it causes me to not still love that person, well, then I'm worried about my kingdom. You know, I used to always say like, like conviction and condemnation, you know, condemnation is when you're worried about what they think. Conviction is when you're worried about what he thinks. And I used to, again, I would stand on that because I used to thought my, I thought my convictions were so cool. But the spirit of that is true. If I'm worried about what he thinks of me, if I'm worried about my right standing in his kingdom, then my behavior will dramatically change. I won't make decisions that benefit me. I'll make decisions that benefit him. And if they happen to benefit me, then sweet. But even if they cause me a lack of benefit, like say I have to like say things, admit things, talk about things, I'm going to trust in his ability to cover me, protect me, but I have to operate in the kingdom minded. You know, Abraham, go sacrifice your son. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll go and sacrifice the promise that you've given me. The one promise you give me, I'll do that. It doesn't make any sense in the natural, but to be focused on building his kingdom means I can't worry about what I see. Cause I only see things that in my mind will make an outcome happen. And clearly over and over and over again, he's proven that he doesn't operate that way with me and my life and my wife and my family and my friends. So why do I keep expecting it to? Silly, silly goose that I am. So yeah, I so my focus lately has been like really the heart posture to wanting to know him so I can just build his kingdom. And, no, and that has been a thing and really analyzing my own selfish, prideful motivations and things and making sure I want him for him's sake and not for gift's sake, anointing's sake, or anything else's sake, like removing all that from me and making sure and analyzing my motivations and making sure they're always staying true, you know, making sure that they always stay true to him. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at that. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. He keeps removing layers of confusion and, and misplaced effort and all that. And so that is the amazing part of like, like knowing what's down the road and knowing what's coming based on where he's brought me through so far. Like he's still so good and he's so consistently amazing and he's so loving and patient with me beyond anything that I deserve. <laughs> I love it. It's so cool. It's so cool to feel him and, and experience him working in, in almost real time. Not real, you know what I mean? Like it's just, oh gosh, it's so cool. And so, yes, I want to talk about my kingdom versus his kingdom. And my kingdom is nothing. His kingdom is everything. And the things I need to do to make sure I'm staying in that are paramount. Anyway, so that was today. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you're working on his kingdom, not your own. But maybe it's a twofer. We'll see. Anyway, I will see you guys soon. Uh, bye. You have been listening to a Church podcast. Just know you are cooler than all your friends that didn't. <laughs>